How you doing? 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 Hey, Don, how come you're so cantankerous today? Without disappointment, you can't appreciate victory. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, as always, this stuff in lieu of actual entertainment. All righty then. Hello and welcome back. This is Storytime and I am Gamer Dude. Glad to have you with us for some more stories this week. Today we're going to tell some stories, but we're going to give you some life advice as well. I do this on occasion because the world is constantly changing, especially these days. I'm recording this episode while we are still in lockdown as a result of the COVID-19 emergency. I'm never sure when these are going to be heard, when these are going to be listened to, if people are going to look back and say, oh, what was going on back in early 2020? Well, for those looking back, we're six weeks into a quarantine. It's not really that strict a quarantine. We can still go out, we can shop, we can do the things we need to do to survive. But for the most part, we're doing social distancing, which is six feet between people whenever you're out. Bars and restaurants are closed. People are working remotely or out of work entirely. So our world is in a bit of an upheaval right now. And it's like nothing I've ever experienced in my life. I've been through a lot of things. As you know, I'm an old dude. So I've seen a lot of stuff. I remember 9-11. I remember the San Francisco earthquake. I remember the Challenger explosion. So I've seen a lot of things in my life, and this is like nothing I've ever seen. And as a result of what we're experiencing in our daily lives, I'm sure many of you, if not all of you, are struggling with some emotional... Issues, I guess, is the best way to put it. People are getting anxious, people are depressed, people are angry, because our lives have changed. Even if you didn't usually go out and hang out with friends, now because you can't, you want to. You can't just hop in the car and go someplace, just to window shop at the mall. You're not supposed to be out because you don't want to spread the disease and you don't want to contract the disease and you don't want to become a carrier of the disease. So that's why we're doing what we're doing. And we're in a stage right now where the government is trying to open up businesses again because there is economic fallout, and I get that. But at the same time, we're trying to protect the citizens from the spread of this very dangerous viral infection. And there's a balancing act that we're trying to do in this country. And as a result of that balancing act, we're going through some changes and going through some things that we don't ordinarily have to deal with. So what I thought I'd do today is remind you of a couple of stories that I've told in the past and then give you my life advice for trying to stay positive and try to get through these tough times. Now, I'm not going to repeat the stories that I told in the past. You can go look up the episodes. We've been doing this for enough seasons, so you'll have to go back a couple of seasons. But in season one, I told the stories about growing up as the fat kid and how difficult that was and how depressing that was and how hard it was to get through every day. And I also have an episode about bullying. Because I grew up as the fat kid, I was often the target of bullying when I was a kid. And that, too, is depressing and demoralizing. It makes you feel bad about yourself. It makes you feel bad about the world. It makes you wonder how you're going to get through a day. Sometimes it makes you wonder how you're going to get through an hour. And as is the case with most people, I've been through tough times in my life. I've had relationships that have broken up. I've lost my parents, which is horribly depressing, horribly shocking, horribly difficult to deal with. And it's perfectly normal to get depressed, to get upset. To get down, for lack of a better term, when bad things happen to you. And while being quarantined for six weeks or eight weeks or ten weeks, however long it turns out to be, is not necessarily a bad thing on the scale of the things that I just mentioned, it is a difficult thing to deal with. It is a change of lifestyle, and it can be depressing. 
And so I thought that based on the experiences that I've had in my life, based on the things that I've dealt with, and based on the tools that I've developed for myself, I thought in today's episode I'd pass on some things to you that might help you have a more positive outlook. Try to keep some positivity in your life. Try to help you get through the days that in some cases seem interminable. It's not easy dealing with difficult times. That's why they're called difficult times. It's easy to get depressed. It's easy to get down. It's also perfectly normal. So don't feel like you're somehow different or strange or there's something wrong with you because you feel depressed. We're all going through it. It's okay to feel that way. But the thing that I want to lead with is this. You control how you feel about whatever we're dealing with. You control your own reality. How you react to what's going on around you is completely within your control. You don't have to listen to me saying, well, you should be depressed. You don't have to listen to news reports. You don't have to listen to reporters. You don't have to listen to articles on the internet. If someone is saying, why aren't you depressed about being in your house all the time? It's okay to say, because I'm looking at the positives. I'm taking the good out of life. And it's okay to do that. And that's what you should do. You should control your reaction. Now, how do you do that? How do you control your reaction to bad things? They seem overwhelming. It sometimes seems like you can't get a handle on them, but you can. But it's up to you to take control of the situation. Maybe you can't control the lockdown. You can't control the quarantine, but you can control what you focus on, what you think about, what you worry about, what you put in your head every day. It's okay to complain about that stuff. And if you have a significant other who you're quarantined with, or you have friends that you're talking to on the phone or over the internet or over PlayStation or however you're communicating with people, it's okay to vent your complaints. But don't let your complaints, the things that you're upset about, control your feelings. You control your feelings. You can vent your complaints and then be done with them. Let them go. And you replace those bad feelings, those feelings of depression, the lack of control you have, with positive things. I know what you're saying. Oh, Gamer Dude's going to talk about the power of positive thinking. Well, that's part of it, yeah. Surrounding yourself with positivity is a good thing. And it's a doable thing, even if you're by yourself. Even if you're living on your own, you can still surround yourself with positivity. But how, you may ask? Little things. It doesn't have to be big. Little things make a difference. One of the things that I learned to do when I was younger was make mixtapes. I know it sounds weird, but hear me out. Nowadays, we call them playlists, but we didn't have playlists when I was growing up. We couldn't randomly pull our music together and put it into a playlist and listen to it on our iPod or on YouTube or on whatever platform we're using. Our platform was vinyl and a stereo. But what I did with that platform was this. I would find my favorite songs and I would put them together on a tape. What we used to do is we would have the turntable hooked up to a cassette recorder and when you played a song on the record, the vinyl record, you would record it onto the cassette tape. And so you'd pull one song off the Boston album, then take that album off, put on a Led Zeppelin album, pull a song off of that, then get the Journey album, pull a song from that. And you'd find your favorite songs and put them together on a mixtape. It took a whole lot longer than it does to put a playlist together now, but it was something that I would bury myself in. One of the reasons being, I love music. And I loved my music when I was growing up. I still love it now. And because there's so much music out there, you can put together some positivity playlists for yourself. I mentioned this in Discord a couple of weeks ago. What's a song you listen to when you want to feel good? Your go-to Perk Me Up song. If you take some time and put together a Perk Me Up playlist, you'll feel better. If you like music at all, if you have favorite artists, 
If you have favorite genres, put together a playlist of your favorite pick-me-up songs from that genre or from that artist. And then when you start feeling a little down, you put that playlist on, play it in the background while you're cleaning, or just sit on the couch and listen to it. It'll make you feel better. It'll turn your thoughts around. Because music has really powerful healing powers. Mentally, emotionally, listening to good music makes you feel better. The other thing to look for, movies or TV shows. Now, maybe you really like scary movies or horror movies or gore movies, but I'm sure you have a couple of movies that are just feel-good movies. Even if it's a Christmas movie, if you love Elf and it makes you feel good just to watch Elf, okay, so it's spring, middle of summer, fall, whenever. If that movie makes you feel good, put that movie in. Lose yourself in a movie that makes you feel happy, that makes you feel positive, that makes you feel good, that will help Get rid of some of those down, depressing, sad feelings that you're experiencing. Lose yourself in a good movie or a good TV show. I'm not going to make recommendations for those because everybody has their own thing about what makes them feel better. If it's Star Wars, put in Star Wars. If it's old Doris Day movies from the 1950s, put a couple of those in. But whatever makes you feel good, that's what you focus on. Because the goal is to make yourself feel better. And you can do the same thing with a book. If you're a reader... Read a book that makes you feel good. Now, I know some people say I'm crazy for holding on to books and rereading them, but there are certain books that I have that are just good books. They're enjoyable reads. They take me to another world that makes me forget the one that I'm in. I read for the same reason that I game. It's an escape. I can go to this different world and live there for a while. And there are certain books and certain authors that take me to these happy places, that take me to places where I feel better. So if you have an author who makes you feel good when you read their work, go back and reread a book that you really loved. And you know what? The same goes for gaming, too. I just said I read for the same reasons I game. I game for the same reasons I read. A good game takes me to a place that I really like to be. It helps me forget what's going on in the world today so I can live in that world for a while. Why do you think Animal Crossing is so big these days? As I record this, Animal Crossing just released on Switch within the past month or so. And people are loving Animal Crossing. Why? Well, yeah, it's fun. It's a good game. But you know what? There's an air of positivity about that game. It's fun. You're living in a world where you can do things, build things, visit places, see people. It takes you away from some of the sadness, some of the depression, some of the stuff that we're dealing with that makes us down. So if you have a game world like that, I'm not saying it has to be Animal Crossing, But if you have a game world like that where it helps you escape, whether it's Journey or exploring the world of Red Dead 2 or whatever world you like to escape to, go do that. Now, some might say, well, that's just escapism. You're not dealing with the problems. Well, part of the difficulties these days is our problems are with us all of the time, 24-7, because we're essentially locked down. So it's easy to go down into the dumps to get depressed, to feel bad. So in the reality in which we're living, escaping into the places that make us happy, whether it's music or TV or movies or books or games, finding a place that makes you feel good is part of the solution to the depression, to the sadness, to the feeling down that you might be experiencing right now. And it's okay to do that. That's how you make yourself feel a little better. But there's more you can do for yourself too. I mentioned this on Discord. I've mentioned it in the stream. I'm going to say it here too. If you create a routine for yourself, whatever the routine is, but have a routine every day. Make yourself get up at the same time. Make yourself take a shower. 
make yourself get dressed. Then have your day planned. I'm going to eat breakfast at this time. If you have to work in the morning, work, whether it's going to work or working remotely. If you have to go out to work, if you're one of those essential workers, fit that into your routine too. One of the things I'd work into a routine is some kind of exercise. I'm not saying you have to own a Nautilus machine or a Peloton. I'm not saying you have to sign up for online yoga classes. You can. That can be part of your routine too, if you're into working out like that. But even getting up and going for a walk around your block or a walk around your house, getting outside and make it part of your routine, do it at 1 o'clock every afternoon, or do it at 3 o'clock every afternoon, or do it just as the sun's going down, just so you have a routine that you can adhere to. It gives you, A, a little structure, and B, something to look forward to every day. Make the workout something that you do look forward to, and treat it as a treat for yourself. Even if it's something as simple as walking around the block, look at it as a treat. Don't characterize it as something bad, oh, I have to go for a walk. I'm treating myself to stepping outside, getting some fresh air, looking at the birds, looking at the trees, looking at whatever. It's something to treat yourself to. And this goes back to what I said at the beginning. You're controlling your attitude. You're controlling your reaction to what's going on. You could look at it as, oh, it's another workout. Or you could look at it as a treat. So do that. Look at it as a treat. It's something to look forward to. I get out of the house. And once you've got that routine established, including your little walk or workout or whatever it is, that gives you a pattern to follow every day. And it gives you a sense of normalcy because you're doing the same thing every day. I get my work done. I have my lunch. I have my little walk. I read my book. I watch my movie. I play my game. Now I have dinner. And you've got your day. And the day doesn't drag on interminably. You're not staring at the four walls. You're not wallowing in despair. You have things to look forward to throughout the day. It's kind of like giving yourself a little goal every day. Okay, I got to get to 2 o'clock so I can get my work done. I got to get to 4 o'clock. I'm going to do my walk then. At 5 o'clock, I'm going to game. At 6 o'clock, I'll have dinner. At 7.30, we'll watch a movie. And at 9.30, time for more gaming. And make that your routine. If you have to go out and do some work, factor your other things into that. Now, I know going out to work might throw off whatever routine you have, It doesn't have to. As I've mentioned, Mrs. GamerDude is now an essential worker, so she has to leave the house and go do her job. She's able to do part of it remotely some days during the week, but some days she has to go into the office. But she has her routine worked around those days where she has to go out and work. You can do that too. Now here's another thing you can do to help you stay positive. Be nice. And by that I mean be nice to other people. There's a lot of people out there and everybody's under stress. Everybody's experiencing the same thing you are. Everybody's got problems. They've got job problems. They've got food problems. They've got money problems. If you're in the store, the worker doesn't want to be there. They want to be home safe. If you're at the gas station, if you go to the hospital, those people don't want to be out there any more than you want to be out there because of what we're all risking by doing so. So if you're nice to those people, and if you're nice to the people who also happen to be in the store, you'll feel better. Why? Because being nice makes you feel better inside. I mean, you can look up all the psychological studies that establish this, but take it from me. I know that being nice makes you feel better because every time I'm nice, I feel better. Every time. If I'm nice to someone, I feel better about myself. I feel better about my world. If I even just say, hi, how's it going? It's a nice thing to do. And I feel better. And the thing is, if you make it a habit, if you're nice all of the time now... It's something that'll carry over. 
but also it'll make that other person feel a little better too. You can make yourself feel better and you can make another person feel better. It's kind of like paying it forward. You be nice to somebody, they be nice to somebody, and it just continues to go. Because the opposite is also true. If you treat someone like crap, they're going to treat someone like crap, and pretty soon everybody feels crappy. So be nice. You can say, hey, how's it going? You can say, please. You can say, thank you. If someone's in line in the store in front of you, you don't have to crowd them. If someone cuts you off in the parking lot, you don't have to flip them a bird. You can be nice. You can shrug and go, oh, well, he's an idiot. Here's another piece of advice that should help you. Breathe. I know, sounds weird, right? We breathe every day. We don't even have to think about it. Except, sometimes we do. I want you to think for a minute. Did you ever notice how your breathing changes when you're concentrating on something? Or when you're angry? Sometimes you hold your breath if you're concentrating on something. Or if you get angry, it's like, and you just stop breathing. And all that anger is pent up. Or that concentration is really just focused in your head and you forget to breathe for a second and you're all tensed up. If you're feeling overwhelmed, if you're feeling stressed out, if you're feeling like you can't handle a situation, breathe. Take the time to concentrate on breathing. There's two ways that I've learned to breathe that will help you feel better. I know it's in, out, in, out. Yes, I know. But if you take four seconds to breathe in, do a slow count of four. And then four seconds to breathe out. And just make that your cycle. Four, 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 four. In, out, in, out. But make it a slow count. It will calm you down. It will help you focus. And it'll just make you feel better. The other way is the four by four. And that's basically the same thing. Instead of just an in, out, four, four. You do the same count. But you inhale for four. And then hold it for four. Do the same slow count. And then exhale for four. And do the same slow four count exhaled. And if you breathe that way, it's even slower. It'll slow things down a little more. And you'll feel better. You'll feel calmer. You'll be focusing on yourself and calming yourself. And you'll be aware of the moment. And it'll give you a chance to think about, okay, what was bothering me? I can stop it. I can control it. I got this. The next time you're feeling stressed, the next time you're feeling anxious, the next time you're feeling depressed, take a few minutes and just go. You'll feel better. The other thing that helps me feel better is seeing how many people are out there sacrificing of themselves on behalf of the rest of us. Of course, I'm talking about the healthcare workers and the first responders, everybody who's out there taking care of the sick. But there is a lot of service people out there working in the restaurant industry, working in your supermarkets, working in your pharmacies. They're out there working. They don't want to be there any more than you want to be out there picking stuff up. They don't have a choice. But they're out there doing what they're supposed to be doing so that the world goes on. The healthcare providers doing the same thing. They're at risk more than anybody. And they're out there doing their thing to improve everybody's lot in life. The police, the firemen, they're all out there. They're doing what they're supposed to be doing. I see those people out there struggling through their days, doing things that are very difficult in very trying circumstances. And I'm grateful for them. And I'm grateful that they're willing to do that. And that leads me to the last thing that I wanted to talk about. Gratitude. Being grateful for what we have 
whether it's the police or the medical providers or the guy working the deli counter at the supermarket. Being grateful for what we have is important to staying positive. Now, I don't know if you've lost your job. I don't know if you've gotten sick. I don't know if you're working remotely. But there are things in your life to be grateful for. If you have a family that loves you, if you have a roof over your head, if you have food on your table, even if it's only pasta every night, if you've got food on your table, whatever it is that you have, whatever it is that is making your life livable, that's all stuff to be grateful for. And focusing on the stuff that you have rather than the stuff that you don't have or the stuff that you can't do or the places you can't go, being grateful for what you have is hugely important to maintaining a positive outlook on your life. Because being grateful for what we do have makes it much easier to have a positive outlook on your life. So try to do that. You'll feel better. It makes a huge difference. When I was preparing this episode, I was reminded of the speech that Jim Valvano gave at the ESPY Awards 20-something years ago. For those who don't know, Jim Valvano was the coach of North Carolina State, the basketball coach, and he contracted cancer years and years ago. And you may or may not know Jim. He's been gone now for more than two decades. But he left a lasting memory for me because he gave this memorable speech during the first ESPY Awards when they kicked off the Valvano Foundation for Cancer Research. If you've never heard it, I highly recommend it. It is on YouTube. Just look for Jim Valvano's ESPY speech. Watch the whole thing. It's about seven minutes long. It's well worth it. But there's a quote that has stayed with me from that speech for all of these years. And it's always helped me maintain a positive outlook. What he said during the speech was this. To me, there are three things everyone should do every day. Number one is laugh. Number two is think. Spend some time in thought. Number three, you should have your emotions moved to tears. If you laugh, think, and cry, that's a heck of a day. I've found that to be true, and I've found that that helps me maintain a positive attitude more often than not. I think of that speech so many times, especially when I'm feeling down. If you laugh, think, and cry, that's a heck of a day. And to me, that's a heck of a good day. Anyway, that's going to do it for this week's episode. I hope this helped. I hope if you've been feeling down, if you've been struggling, I hope listening to this has helped you. It helped me put it together. Because I'm not going to lie, I've been struggling with things too. We all are. We're all in this together. And that's the thing to remember. We are all in this together. There's a lot more that's similar among all of us than there is different. We're all humans. We all have wants and needs and desires. We all get happy. We all get sad. We all get ecstatic. We all get depressed. If we remember that and remember to help each other and remember to keep that positive outlook in our lives, we will all get through this. And I hope that this episode helped emphasize that. And I do want to thank you for listening, for supporting, for being here for these episodes. It means the world to me. And I can't thank you enough for all of you who listen and spread the word about this. And I'm glad I can be here. Whether you love me or hate me, whether you think I'm crazy or just odd, I'm glad you're here. And I thank you for being here. Now, I want you to take care of yourselves. Be safe. Be positive. Sanitize. And until next time, I'll see you when I see you.